Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. All right, today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest, Dr. Michelle Fritsch, is a board-certified geriatric clinical pharmacist with a passion for healthy aging and education. She is a specialist in medication use, prevention, and retirement transition in people over 60. She's founder of Retirement Wellness Strategies, co-founder of Propel Comprehensive Wellness, and co-founder of Medipreneurs. She works with a broad definition of health physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social aligned with purpose in each phase of life. Michelle, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Hillary. I am so glad to be here. Well, thanks for joining us. And now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro or share just a bit about your personal life. Well, academia is my background and being in more traditional healthcare practices, mostly on the ambulatory care side. And I left all of that several years ago because I saw people that were failing at retirement, if you will, and I saw how preventable that was. And then the other thing that happened about the same time is I encountered Anna Garrett and Sue Paul, who were other entrepreneurs in the pharmacy space. And we hadn't been aware of very many of us doing that sort of thing. And that is where Medipreneurs came from. And so it does all kind of tie together, even though it sounds very disparate. And I have been extremely blessed to be married nearly 30 years. And I have three kids and a daughter-in-law. And my kids are 26, almost 23, and almost 21. So the child-rearing years are behind me, and we've entered a whole new phase. (laughs) Well, sounds wonderful. Um, Yeah, I was able to catch up with Sue um, at the APHA meeting and um, have heard so many great things. So tell us a little bit first about Medipreneurs. Um, What is a Medipreneur? And, um, you know, tell us about the conference and how it came to be and, um, and then, of course, you know, when when it is upcoming. So I would love to do that. So a medipreneur is anybody in the healthcare space, either a healthcare professional or somebody that supports optimal healthcare, who's an entrepreneur, so an innovator. Um, some of the people in medipreneurs are out starting businesses or parts of new businesses. And others are more along the lines of an intrapreneur, where they're innovators, but still within their place of employment. And all is welcome. We know that healthcare needs a lot of help right now. So we're there to support innovation. And so many of the aspects of starting something new, justifying something new, paying for something new, making money, doing something new we did not learn in medical school pharmacy school nursing school and so medipreneurs is your place to come and learn a lot of those absolutely important skills if you're going to be an entrepreneur but even more importantly a place to be around other people 
who are more likely to give you the answer of, of course you can do that. We'll help you. That's absolutely possible. That's a great idea. Because we know in so many parts of our lives, especially as people in the healthcare, we're more likely to get answers like, oh, that's not how we do it. That's never been done before. Are you sure? So <laughs> we need to be around each other and encourage each other. Awesome. I love it. I can't believe it's already in its fifth year. Um, so when do you guys meet and um, where will that be this year? Yeah, this fifth summit is going to be quite a celebration because it is our big anniversary. It will be at the James L. Winkle College of Pharmacy at the University of Cincinnati, which is the same place it was last year. We learned a lot by having it there, and we're going to kind of build on the great experience we had and some lessons we learned as well. And it's August 26 to 28. So we arrive on Friday afternoon for an informal reception. And then there's content all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And you leave with very, very tangible new skills and next steps for whatever idea you're pursuing or taking your business to the next level. Awesome. I love it. And how many are usually in attendance? And um, what are some of the topics and things? We are going to cap it at 150 paid attendees. And as of today, we're down to only 20 seats. So I encourage people to go to the website, Medipreneurs. So it's Medi like medicine, the art of medicine, M-E-D-I, preneurs, like entrepreneurs.com. And the topics are going to be, the keynote speaker has worked with a lot of the world's top hotels and so he is interestingly going to be talking about how to create experiences mm -hmm. that people absolutely are drawn to. And then we're going to have speakers on everything from choosing which business model makes the most sense. If you're somebody that's just getting started, if you're more advanced, like how to really align, define your own purpose and make sure that as you build your business, each person you hire is aligned with that purpose and strategies to do that. We'll get into more um, application things like pharmacogenomics. We will have uh, speakers that are very nuts and bolts. What are all the things that you need to remember if you're going to start something new? All the parts to make sure that you, you do them well. And that <laughs> one of my big things is to make sure you're not spending a whole bunch of money where you don't need to, because it's easy as a new business owner to get sucked into that. And then again, back to the more advanced people, we're going to have experts in speaking and telling your story, being very clear as you explain the, the mission that you have and how your business works. So it's going to be a wide variety of speakers, some within the healthcare space, but a whole bunch that are more in the business development space, which again is what we tend to not really get in school. And so that's where we need to fill in the, the knowledge gaps. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so Michelle, um, clearly you've got some entrepreneurial background. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what makes you a Medipreneur. So I I've been in academia, so I've been in 
innovation, if you will, I think my whole career, it's been really fun to have that freedom to create practices that are different than things that had been created before. But I left the safety net of all of that to pursue figuring out how to help people that were transitioning into retirement because I had seen so many of them laying in a hospital bed and realizing that the reason for being there was completely preventable. So I've spent the last oof, seven years now pursuing how to get in front of that. And I've ended up creating two business, well, three businesses around that. I think this is funny. The first business was called MedSmash for mature adults safe at home. Mm-hmm. And all the boomers like held that, you know, how there's this thing going around, you know, whatever boomer and people hold their hand up. Well, the mm-hmm. boomers were doing that to me, holding their hand up like, don't you dare use those words. Don't mm-hmm. use words like geriatrics, old, older, <laughs> aging, mature adults. Don't you dare use those words. Mm-hmm. And so that actually was funny and quite a learning process. Mm-hmm. So I took the concepts and created a different business name called Retirement Wellness Strategies. That's great. Mm. (laughs) It was quite the learning experience. Mm -hmm. But with Retirement Wellness Strategies, it's a one-on-one process. It's done over to, you know, HIPAA Secure Telehealth platform. And I work with mostly men who are retiring executives who are pretty much defined by their career path and don't have a really clear picture for who they're going to be in that next phase of life. And I find that that's very closely tied to their health. And so we spend 20 visits securing a really solid strategic plan for long-term health and fulfillment. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my COVID blessing, I like to call new things that happened during all the craziness of COVID. Yes. My COVID blessings Working with a colleague who's an aging life care manager, Ellen Platt, we created a more do-it-yourself version where my process is from the time you're thinking about retirement until you've transitioned into retirement and you're still healthy. And her process is once health starts to decline, pulling in all of the resources to deal with whatever the situation is. And the idea is that rather than people reaching crisis point and not knowing what to do, they preemptively know many resources and steps and processes and ways to navigate healthcare before they actually need it. And so that is Propel Comprehensive Wellness. So Propel is powerful retirement options for a purpose-filled, engaged life. And we provide the tools that people need to navigate all of that. And so each month, it's a monthly subscription. Each month they get a few short videos and workbooks. And gradually they'll put together all the same pieces they would working with me Mm one-on-one. But they can do it on their own time, just a few minutes at a time. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got the marketing, uh, you know, dialed in with your naming with the Propel and and changing from geriatric to retirement <laughs> wellness strategies. So that is, that's a huge part uh, of, you know, developing your product and getting it out there is like your marketing plan and 
Um, so that's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Michelle, tell us a little, I mean, cause in academia, you know, often we don't think as entrepreneurially, um, what kind of was that mind shift change in you to kind of start to think differently? Uh, that's a great question. I think I just, in academia, you're encouraged to identify holes, identify problems and ways to solve them. Mm -hmm. And in my case, I think part of it was I had gotten myself into a more administrative position mm -hmm. where I didn't have a lot of time to do practical, hands-on, patient care innovations. Right. So I think that's part of it. I think I'm unusual <laughs> and probably in many ways, but once the school was accredited, mm -hmm. some of the, the creation went out of it. Mm -hmm. And so I was ready for the next big challenge. And so the timing was right as well. And then I, I didn't know that much about the entrepreneurial world. Um, my time in academic, my, my most recent time in academia was in Baltimore. And since we started a school from scratch, I thought I knew Baltimore inside and out. It was just part of my job to get to know all of the, the administrators of the hospitals, especially the pharmacy departments, all the independent and all the chain pharmacies, the clinics that were out there. Um, that the entire healthcare world, that, that was my job, was to get to know all of those people. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting, when I left academia, I had the opportunity to meet an entirely different sector of Baltimore, which was all of the entrepreneurial healthcare and senior services worlds. That was thrilling to me. And then I moved just over a year ago to the Charlotte, North Carolina area. So I'm starting that whole process over again mm -hmm. and getting to know the entrepreneurial world, the healthcare world, the senior services world. Um, and in now being in the retirement space, even like the exit planning strategies, sorts of experts, the people in the financial industries, the lawyers. So I love to keep learning and doing new things. And it's very much been an opportunity to do that. Yeah, I love it. So, Michelle, how do, um, you know, people find you and, you know, your retirement planning and um, this new solution, the Propel Comprehensive Wellness? Is it, did you say more targeted towards executives or you or, yeah, how do you, how do you get customers? Because I think that's probably a lot of things is pharmacists, you know, are like, okay, I have this idea or, but how do I get people signed up and how do they pay me? <laughs> Those are great questions. And let me back us up just a, just a little bit because it reminds me, whether it's Medipreneurs or other entrepreneurial groups, having that tribe is so important so that you can make phone calls. When you've got these sorts of questions, you've got a host of people you can call and work through any issues with. Um, I think that's one of the biggest values of making sure that you've got those positive, cheer you on, support you, help you learn from their lessons kind of people. If you look at the Medipreneurs logo, it fits with a really 
important principle of leadership I was taught long ago. That as you climb the ladder, always be reaching behind you to pull up the next person and then push them as far ahead as you of you up the ladder as you possibly can. So we are constantly pulling and pushing each other so that together we get up the ladder more easily. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to that point, um, you know, a lot of pharmacists are looking to seek, you know, alternate career paths. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speak a little bit more about that. Um, well, I can definitely see that. You know, all of healthcare has been through so very much and a lot of people are burned out. It's not what they originally intended to do with their skill set. Um, it really makes me sad when I people see people walking away from the medical professions out of frustration to go do something else or students that feel like they're entering a profession that's saturated because that's not the case. If we could focus ourselves on working together as healthcare teams and really promoting enhanced healthcare back to the way we all trained, the things that we really want to do, I think we can redevelop and redesign healthcare in powerful ways. So I will spend the rest of my days enabling that and promoting that in any way that I can. And a piece of that is learning from each other. So like when I um, started my first business, I spent a lawyer, spent a lot of money with a lawyer that was absolutely not necessary. But I was naive and, and I talked too much, as you can tell. And I made a huge mistake. And so if you know me and want to reach out to me, we can talk about that and I'll make sure that you never make that mistake. And people have helped me in a similar way by sharing the lessons they've learned, the things that worked, the things that didn't work, the tools that have helped them the most. That's hugely valuable. Mm -hmm. Coaches are a big part of it. You know, identifying those people that help you. And it's not like you have a coach that's you, that helps you all the time. I've got three people that are coaches that work with me right now. One helps me with a piece of technology that I'm using and, and helps me, you know, optimally use that. I've got another one that's helping me with marketing, which I haven't answered that question for you yet, so we can come back to that, but really helping me figure out that marketing plan. And it's not the first marketing person I've used. Mm -hmm. It's just the person that's helping me with where I am in the process right now. And then it always helps to be in masterminds and other groups that are just helping you work through whatever barrier you're facing. So it's very much a team-oriented thing to go out and create new practices, and you, you don't want to try to navigate that by yourself. And the way it should work is we all share our ideas and we help each other move forward. It's not a competitive, it doesn't need to be competitive. If you picked whoever you think is the absolute best entrepreneur out there, like they've really got it going on. If you could 100% duplicate them and their efforts and a hundred other people did the same, we would still have huge numbers of patients who aren't receiving our care. It, there's more than enough need 
and work to go around. So how much better if we come together and support and help each other through this rather than turning it into any sort of competition. And I say that because people have come to Medipreneurs before and said, I'm not going to tell my idea because someone might steal it. One, that's not at all what Medipreneurs is about. I don't think people understand how uniquely valuable they are and how unique their ideas really are. And even if we did duplicate each other's efforts, we would never meet all of the need. I kind of rambled for a bit. Did that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's helpful. I think that people want to hear that. I think another thing that might be a little helpful to give some extra context is you know, you mentioned a couple of different things, uh, like a mastermind and get in these groups and get, and people are probably thinking, well, what is that? Or how do I find, how do I find these things? Um, or how do I know if I have a good idea? A great question. And like I say, when, when I left academia, I thought I knew I was doing, and I've learned an entirely new set of words and strategies and events and types of people and ways to meet people. So you're right. If if you've not yet ventured into this entrepreneurial space, there are a lot of new elements. So that was a great question. So something like a mastermind is where it's usually a smaller group of people and they can be formatted in a few different ways, but it's a place for you to bring your successes and it's a group of people that will celebrate with you it's and you meet with those same people over time it's a place to bring your issues and problems and you'll brainstorm solutions together and then usually there's some great content that teaches you something relevant to where you're learning in your business because it's a constant growth and learning process And so you get lots of support. You're always learning something new. And you know that if you've hit a wall, that you've hit some barrier, that you're going to be able to get over it or through it because that group will help you figure it out. And if they can't figure it out directly, then they have their accumulated set of resources where they can refer you to someone that can fix it for you. So just a quick example. I have been battling my email and I ran into a situation where my email was going to everyone's spam and it's very hard to market what you're doing when your email goes to everyone's spam. Mm -hmm. So I was at a networking event. So that's where you go and meet with other people that you don't know to have an opportunity to get to know them. And networking events usually are around kind of a theme or a topic. Um, In this case, it was all business owners, and I met a man whose business it is to solve email problems. So fortuitous timing, I met him, I got to talk to him at the event, and then hired him to help me figure out my email problem, and he did a beautiful job of that. And so had I not met him at that meeting, I would have called other people that I know are in the entrepreneurial space and said, do you know somebody like this? This is my issue. And they would have connected me with someone. Hmm. Very cool. 
Well, Michelle, um, I think our listeners have heard a lot and are probably excited. You've definitely whet their appetite about entrepreneurship. And um, where can they find out more about the Medipreneurs? We're on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Just look for that word, Medipreneurs. So M is in medicine, E-D-I-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S.com. And on our website, you can find very soon, you will have the agenda. Speaker letters went out last week, so I should be able to put up the speakers and their topics next week. And again, we're down to about 20 seats. So if you think it's something you want to do, I would encourage you to go ahead and grab one of those. Um, If things change and you can't come up to 30 days before, we will refund your money. So you're not taking a huge risk to go ahead and reserve your spot. Very good. Awesome. And Michelle, as our final question that I love to ask all of our guests, what is some advice that you would tell your younger self or for others out there who are just getting started in their career? That there is no way that your career is going to be a straight path. You know, we make that big decision. I'm going to pharmacy school. I've made my life decision. And then once you get to pharmacy school, right, they start asking you questions. Whether you want to do this kind of practice or that kind of practice? I would never have anticipated most of the places that my career has taken me, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't trade any of them. And I was hoping today to be able to make a huge announcement, but I can't make it quite yet. So something brand new is about to happen in the entrepreneurial pharmacy world um, that it just keeps getting more exciting. And as I say that, there have been huge hurdles and a lot of negative things have happened. But as is the nature of those sorts of things, I've learned a lot. I've made new connections. You get stronger as you go through that stuff. And so, again, I wouldn't trade any of it. But what a wild ride. So I guess the first thing I'd tell myself is buckle up. Here you go. (laughs) I love it. Well, Michelle, it was so great to have you as a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Hillary. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, Let us know by subscribing to the podcast 